Switzerland is the country in Eurovision who won the first contest and had to wait 32 years before Celine Dion gave the country their second victory. Since then, there hasn't been much in terms of success, apart from some exceptions that we can yeah, count on one hand. And in 1998, the worst result of them all happened. Zero points and a witch hunt for the singer Gunbo from the journalist followed. And to be honest, it had already begun. Today, Gunvor has left those scandalous years behind and instead leads a quiet family life in a small village. But she still tells us about her participation in Eurovision, her singing career and new projects. You are listening to Eurovision Legends with your own Nullpois, Emil Lövström. Welcome to Eurovision Legends, Gunvo Maya. Hello, nice to meet you. Thank you. <laughs> Lovely to have you here. To having me here. <laughs> How are you today? Yes, great. We have beautiful weather here in Switzerland. We have 27 degrees. We are on the lake. Soon we are going fishing with my Ooh. son. He's six years old and we have holidays. <laughs> ah, great. Yes, it's great. First of all, I'm so grateful that you wish to take part and talk to me about your memories and experiences from Birmingham. Yeah, thank you. I've had many guests in this podcast and their Eurovision experiences have been both good and bad. But I believe your Eurovision experiences experience must have been one of the toughest that has ever been. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, for me the greatest experience, even though if I had uh, no points, but it was really amazing to be a part of it. And I was 23 when I participated for Switzerland. It was in Birmingham and it was really great. The hall was so big and the stage was huge. And uh, yeah, the spectators were great. And we had one week time to rehearse and to, yeah, to meet the people with uh, journalists. We had interviews or there were a lot of parties and it was uh, really fun. A holy week with a lot of fun. <laughs> a whole great. week. Yeah, it was great. My impression is that you were treated very cynically by many people, such as managers and advisors, but not least certain <laughs> newspapers who have tried to put you in a bad light just to sell papers. <laughs> yes, it was a, a, a funny time in a, yeah, in a way, yeah. But um, never mind, it was uh, for me the greatest experience and a big honor to represent my country uh, in Birmingham. It was ever my wish and I couldn't believe that when Switzerland voted me or my song La Scene. That was really fantastic and um, I had my sister on board on stage and it was really very yeah, very great. These three minutes we will never forget. Ah, beautiful. <laughs> I have prepared some quick questions. Are you Good. ready? Yes, I am. First memory from watching the Eurovision Song Contest? I think I was four or five. We always were watching the Eurovision Song Contest 
with the family or we invited friends and even now not with corona but before we had always guests or friends here and uh, made a special um, uh, like a lottery and said well now you, we give points to all countries and yeah it was always fun best song from switzerland in eurovision besides last in <laughs> um well i i like many songs um well this one from luca hani You got me, or Celine Dion's song was great. Ne partez pas sans moi. Ne partez pas sans moi. Vous suivre. Vous qui vies, vivre. Uh, Daniela Simons had also ah. a pas pour moi. of songs peter sue and mark for example they won twice i think for switzerland four times oh so wow yeah we had a lot of good songs least favorite song from switzerland in eurovision oh that's a hard question Hmm. you can say pass yeah i have to pass because i don't know (laughs) (laughs) Uh, who should have won Eurovision but didn't? Me. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. Uh, who should not have won Eurovision but did? Oh, that's also difficult because it's such yeah, it's a taste of of the people, and I'm glad that now the judges are here are back again. So um, yeah, yeah, that's the best re- result for the artists or for the song. I think it's more serious. The competition, it's, yeah, it's not more the fun competition. So it's really the song who is, uh, yeah, who gets uh, the points. And that's for me best. I think it's better now. When you, when you have the judges and the TV, so it's 50%, you know. And when I was, there was only the spectators. Exactly, yeah. So, um well you saw that Gilda Horn he was very funny he had a lot of points and I was not that funny (laughs) 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 but uh, now I'm since three or four years I'm also in the jury and I can uh, vote and I make uh, internet voting for for the songs and that's yeah that's good i think it's better so you really listen to the songs you don't see the person on stage because you are listening to the song and yeah and the voice who is important for a song if you could decide which artist would you send to represent switzerland in eurovision next year lady gaga gaga for switzerland yes (laughs) sounds marvelous I didn't see that coming, but I love your suggestion. A lot of points. <laughs> uh, who got your vote in this year's final in Eurovision? 
um, Switzerland, but I, I couldn't, of course, I couldn't vote. But uh, I, I think he was great. Yeah. And um, uh, Holland, the Netherlands. So blazing like a hurricane. Your rhythm is rebellion. Your rhythm is rebellion. Spirit growing wild like untamed flames. Your rhythm is rebellion. Your rhythm is rebellion. Sweden, like every year. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yes. Talk, watch the days go. I'm losing track of time lost in your play zone. Don't overcomplicate now. We're in war zone. You scream it. Oh no, oh no, oh no. But uh, especially Sweden, Switzerland, which I couldn't vote. Uh, I, lo I like those songs very much. Uh, last quickie. Favorite country in Eurovision besides Switzerland? Sweden, as I said, Great Britain, uh, Austria sometimes. They also have good musicians. And Australia is not bad as well. <laughs> France sometimes and Ital Italy. Do you always watch Eurovision? Yes, since I'm four. <laughs> ah, I love you even more now, Gunnar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we take it from the beginning. Mm -hmm. In 1997, you took part in the Swiss pre-selection for Eurovision 1998. Right. Held at DRS TV Studios in Zurich mm -hmm. with a song titled Lazin. Yes. Uh, the song was composed by Egon Egerman mm -hmm. and with lyrics written by you. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's right. And Egon Egerman competed solo back in Eurovision 1990 with the song Musik klingt in die Welt hinaus. Yes. Musik klingt in die Welt hinaus. Musik, die meine Geige spielt. Musik hört man in jedem Haus. Musik, die jeder fühlt. How did you get in contact with Egon? Uh, in fact, it was my manager who knew him already. Yeah. And he was on several shows with him. And uh, that's why um, he asked him if he could do a song for me or with me. Yeah. Yes. That's why we get in contact with Egon. And we like the violin. And uh, yes, that's why we get in touch with him. How did he present a song? Uh -huh. Well, it was uh, maybe in October 97. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was a great song, and so I made some lyrics for it. Cocktails, serviert jeden Abend. Verzaubert jede Frau, spielt mit seinem Schatz. Ach du, lässt dich von ihm blenden. Passt schon nach ein paar Stunden.
I also sent three other songs, one with Peter Reber from Peter, Sue and Mark and two French songs. Uh, but they, the television uh, took the last in song from Egon Egeman and me. And uh, so we got into this election of the six uh, finalists for Switzerland. And then I got elected from the Swiss spectators. What happened with the rejected songs? <laughs> well, Did you release them? Uh, only one I released, yes. That's called For Real. It's for my mom. In fact, and every Mother's Day, I, I um, post a video again. So every year you can see it or you can listen to it on YouTube or iTunes and so on. <laughs> Love is for real if you have a little baby. Love is forever if you have a child. A little kiss and a smile. Love will follow and your love will get so sweet. Love is for real and the childhood will start now. All your love that you've given to me, Mom. Thanks to you for all great things you've ever shown. Forget what you've given to me. Love is for real if you adore someone. And the other two songs you never released? No, no, never, no. <laughs> Was this the first time you submitted anything to the pre selection or had you sung on songs that got submitted before? No. No, oh, no, okay. it was the first time and it, I was very surprised yes, because I think there were 200 songs they uh, sent to yeah. the television and uh, yeah, it was a big surprise for me and a big dream, of course, because I was always watching it and it was always the biggest dream and I never thought that I would get it one day, this chance. What are your memories from the pre-selection held in December 1997 in Zürich? Ah, it was very, very nice show. Sandra Stuter was the uh, representer of the show. It was yes, a... and she competed in 1991 for Switzerland with Canzone per te. Right. I think she was fifth on the Eurovision Song Contest. Exactly. You got skills, Gunvor. <laughs> <laughs> And it was a very nice evening. We had a lot of fun and it was yeah, always at the television. It's very professional and yeah, it was really great with my team. And uh, yeah, and we were very excited and uh, we saw the, the you know, the, um, how do you say, the votes. And uh, yeah, we were very nervous about the votes. I was, I, I'm never um, nervous because of the gig, but of the votes. Okay. <laughs> so I could perform yeah, in, in front of uh, 100,000 people. I'm not nervous, but of the votes I am. I totally get that. And by a margin of eight points, you won the pre-selection. Were you surprised? 
Yes, yes, because there were a lot of uh, other singers who were as good as I. I mean, yeah, it's always a, a taste of, of, of song and singer and I was very happy. Do you remember which song you thought would win? Yeah, I thought that uh, the girls talk about they uh, were the name. Uh, they were they became second, and I exactly. thought they. They will win. So far, everything was good, but suddenly the media began to dig into your past and negative headlines covered the Swiss newspapers. How did this begin and what happened? Well, I don't know how it be uh, or why it began. It's always uh, more more um, sellable, I think, if, if uh, you have bad news than good news. I mean, you see now we have a lot of water here. I don't know, in Sweden, do you ha also have a lot of water? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that media so full of it. And uh, yeah, but um, for me, it was um, the fact um, that I had a lot of gigs afterwards uh, even if i had zero points and it was very very cool because i had a musical show it's it was called nokia musical night and i was with seven stars uh, on this on stage as well with sandra studer we had a big orchestra 30 people playing musical songs from andrew lloyd Webber or les miserables and yeah we did a switzerland tour 10 gigs and then we went uh, I had really a lot of uh, weddings or other parties and uh, TV events, radio interviews, and it was really a great time. Two years, and then I went back to the office. <laughs> if we go back to town before Eurovision, as I understand it, this was a big. It was big news in Switzerland with headlines every day, mm -hmm. but it didn't quite have the same impact in the rest of Europe, who were more preoccupied with an Israeli transsexual singer, Dan International, among others. But nevertheless, this must have been really tough on you personally and affected your preparations for Birmingham. Well, for me, it was always the three minutes were very uh, important for me that I really can take every note that every uh, word is uh, on the right place and the uh, choreography was right placed as well on stage and that my team was behind me and so that was for me the biggest preparation of it and I didn't listen on left or on the right, only there was my family and my manager, and that was important for me that they were behind me. Yeah, yeah, because you had supporters, right? Yes. Great. And also the TV, uh, the chef of the TV was also there, and they support me very much. Yes. We skipped the negativity. Um, mm -hmm. Can you take us back to your memories from Birmingham? Um, well, we arrived and then uh, we uh, had a warm welcome on stage and uh, we were and every the team of BBC. It was a very huge organization behind 
And uh, every day we um, had time, maybe for 20 minutes, we ha were allowed to go on stage. There was a schedule, for first maybe Israel, then Spain, whatever. Every country had his uh, timetable. Yeah. And so we were every day on the stage and they were uh, preparing the lights. But you have to, or if you remember, um, uh, it, there was no show like now these days. I mean, that was, that's great now what they are doing with the, the light shows behind of the artists. That was, uh, we, we only had, uh, uh, yeah, small lights, not the, all the effects that they have now. But uh, even though it was uh, very professional and uh, you just have to, to, to uh, think about you are in the middle of a huge, huge stage. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the technique, I mean, the equipment is so professional and uh, the team of the BBC very friendly and oh, it was really great. And so after your gig, I mean, your rehearsal gig, you have um, interviews. So they were RTL or German press, the Swiss press and yeah, from Great Britain, whatever. Uh, they are all there and are asking you some questions and you answer them. And then afterwards you go eating with the team and uh, you have a, a sightseeing in Birmingham. Afterwards, after dinner, you go to a party all together and it was very fun. Do you remember anything that happened behind the scenes? Yes, I remember that uh, everyone who uh, had uh, was a participant participated. Yes, yeah, sorry, and they had a card with the name on it and the photo of the person. Yeah. So I met Gilda Horn from Germany for the first time, and he didn't give me the hand to say hello. My name is. See, he took my card and and eight on this card he just bite on it <laughs> and that was yeah it was funny it was yeah kill the horn <laughs> did you meet stefan rab too i beg your pardon did you meet Stefan Raab? Ah, Stefan Raab, yes, well, yeah, yeah, yes, also, because he was always with uh, with him. Yes, but I didn't talk to him. Yeah, he was yeah, the big boss, in fact. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not touchable. <laughs> I remember that the Swedish press wrote about your Swedish name and Swedish ancestor. What can you tell us about your Swedish roots? Yes, my grandpa came from Göteborg. Oh, my home, my hometown. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's lovely. And uh, when he was five, he went to Salzburg and from there he came to Switzerland. And uh, my grandmother came from Italy and they met in Bern and they got married. And my mom, yeah, was here then on earth. <laughs> she was born. Do you speak Swedish? Oh, no, only Gadjul, but that's not the time now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that means Merry Christmas. Uh. <laughs> yes, right. No, unfortunately, because he was five, I think he, he didn't speak very good. He forgot everything, I guess. And um, now with us, he only spoke um, yeah, German. 
Before the show, I mean, before the contest, you had pretty good odds <laughs> and were ranked to be among the top 10. <laughs> really? <laughs> I actually checked them online yesterday. Yes, right. <laughs> um, who did you see as your biggest competitor? Well, I think um, we knew that uh, Viva La Diva was a big big uh, number uh, everyone said that and we knew that and um, I think also uh, England was quite good and um, Sweden like every year <laughs> and so yes it's true you have a lot of good artists and uh, very good uh, composers yeah and the Swedish singer in 1998 Jill Jonsson is still a big singer here in Sweden wow cool that's cool Today she sings uh, country music. Ah, nice. Yeah, that's a big uh, community. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you have any favorites among the other songs? Malta, I liked very much. I remember she was a nice, very nice woman, very friendly. And the, the voice was amazing. I love voices. I mean, as a singer, I, uh, yeah, the, the song needs to be sung by someone who can sing. Yeah, <laughs> for my, absolutely. for me, I mean, that's why I love Celine Dion or, or Lara Fabian. These are for me great, yeah, the great singer or Lady Gaga. You said that the Maltese singer Chiara was very friendly. Was everyone friendly to you? Yes, yes. Great. Yes, really pff, very friendly. It was so professional and yeah. Yes, and uh, they helped each other if, yeah, if you had a question. So everyone was helping each other. Uh, great community, like a family. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. On stage, you were a uh, talked about dress who some people thought looked like a bra <laughs> with nipples. <laughs> yes. And with a dress hanging from the bra. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that also from my husband, yes. Um, well, in fact, she won uh, this, uh, this woman who made my dress. She won... Um, the biggest uh, bolero uh, trophy in Switzerland of couture. And uh, yes, and that's why we went to her and we were glad that she made a dress for me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was maybe, it it was roses, in fact, (laughs) on my bra. Not nipples. nipples. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Do you still have it? No, I, I don't know. No, she had it. She made it for the day and I uh, gave it back to her. Okay, so you didn't pay for it? No, no, no. Okay. What do you think about your outfit today? <laughs> well, today I would go differently. But um, yeah, it was good in this time because I wanted to have a dress uh, very long, 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 long. And I think she made a good job. But, uh, yeah, yeah, and we still remember the dress. <laughs> yeah, so that's a good sign. <laughs> Israel won with Dan International and the song Diva. The United Kingdom with Imani got second. And Malta ended third with Chiara.
have any opinions about the top three? Yes, I, I loved every title, I have to say. It's really um, yeah, fun and uh, great to listen to those songs. For me, of course, Chiara is one of yeah, is, is the, is one, is a great singer. It's, it's amazing how she yeah. sings. Did you meet Adana International? Phew. Well, I think she rushed over. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't talk to her, but uh, I know that uh, one of my backing singers, he um, he was talking with her. And you ended last with zero points. <laughs> Gunnar, what was that like? Well, we we uh, were looking to each other and uh, we were laughing. In fact, it was yeah, we had such a good time and on. On those uh, special moments, we realized that we have zero points. We were laughing. It's yeah, it was funny in a way because I think I don't know if someone before me there were already one time zero points. I don't know. Yes, actually several times. <laughs> if this year were yeah, United uh, Kingdom. Yes, this year. Yes. Mm -hmm. Of course, you are going to a competition because you want to win and you want to do the best for your country. But I think we did a good job and um, it's always, uh, like I said, a matter of taste. You like the song or not. And um, yes, well, and we had no judges. I mean, the the jury, the professional were not in the in the judge room, I said, like I told you. Yeah. I believe that it happened 10 times before you in 98 that a country ended with zero points. Oh, yeah. 10. Wow. And the reason that I know this is in, in exact numbers is because I have read the book uh, Null Poix, written by Timor for the research to this episode. And he has written a chapter about every song ended with zero points till 2003. Oh, wow. Well, cool. <laughs> That's good. Did you ever record the song Lazine in English or any other languages? Yes, we did it once, but I'm not sure if that's... Somewhere. I think we did it on the single, you know, we had not the CD before, but the single, the record, and uh, there was an English version, Just Leave Him Be, It's it was called, Just Leave Him Be. But was the version on the promo single then? No. No. Yeah, yes, I mean, on, on this single, yes. Not on the promo, but Because on Because I have the single and it's not there. Uh -huh. It's an instrumental version and a song called On My Own. On My Own, yeah, from Les Miserables. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or we did, I know that Jeff Turner, he was a country uh, star in Switzerland from Australia. And I knew that he did uh, the, the lyrics of the song because we were already prepared. <laughs> if if you win, you had to uh, sing it in English. That's why every um, every song had to be done in English as well. And that's why Jeff did a version of it. But I'm not sure if if we did it or... But I know that's nowhere you can have it. It's, uh, I don't know, maybe Egon has it. I don't know. <laughs> Do you remember the chorus in English? No, honestly, no. So you can't sing it for us now? It's, no, no, I don't. No, because it was with the, some, with the storm something. I, I don't know. I don't remember it. Too long ago. <laughs> it's my excuse. 23 years ago, I think. Oh, I totally understand. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I don't remember what I did yesterday, so I totally <laughs> get that. Uh, I must ask, how did the poor result in Eurovision affect your career? 
Well, I mean, directly afterwards. Uh, as I told you, I had a lot of kicks afterwards because I was really, uh, yeah, they wanted me somehow as a singer. And uh, it was great because I had four gigs a week yeah. and uh, radio and uh, TV interviews. And uh, yeah, I could live from my music. And that was good. I mean, that was yeah, always the dream. How did the media treat you after Birmingham? Better or worse? No, um, there was a time when they uh, realized that it was not really my fault and uh, they treated me good again. And um, it was um, Paul Rieniker who made a documentary film from me. And that was also, we went back in this huge hall and there was nothing. It was just gray. And uh, oh, that was so amazing you know the impression you have you remembered all those lights those people twenty thousand people and then it's empty nothing no light and it was really yeah strange <laughs> and, the, and the documentary we are talking about is gunvo uh, media history mm-hmm. i don't know the original title of it yeah an mediengeschichte it's called okay i haven't seen it but you have yes once okay <laughs> Uh, the follow-up single to Lazin was another song composed by Egon Egerman titled mm-hmm. Money Makes. Yes. But that song sadly flopped. Yes, it was a disco song and we had no time in fact to produce it because um, I had a big concert in Switzerland in Zurich at Volkshaus and that was the point that I had uh, maybe I have I had two weeks to prepare something and that was the reason that it was not the greatest song for it. Later on, I had big uh, or good composers like Jens Gard from Hollywood, who was working with Enigma or Sandra. And that's why now the radios are playing my songs. That's um, fantastic now. Yeah. Is he the composer of the song Land of Fantasy too? No, that was uh, someone else. That was uh, Peter oh, okay. Robes who wrote those. The reason I ask is because that's my favorite song from yours. Yes? Yeah. Take me to collaboration with Egon and? Good question. Well, I was going back to the office and um, maybe for two years 
and I went to uh, Basel. Yeah. And I had another um, producer. Back the feelings from the past, burning love when you were last. was quite recent because I had the uh, other possibility to do my own music that I wanted to do and to compose and to create songs like I wanted. And uh, I always wanted to do uh, with a big orchestra songs and I'm a tap dancer that's why I love swing and jazz and that's why my husband um, yeah that was my uh, wedding gift <laughs> from him and uh, yeah. And you are running a dance school too, right? Yes, I have a very, very small dance school. It's 25 meters. Uh, yes, it's really small. And I have five students on each class and I have seven classes because we live in a small village here in Switzerland at the lake and, uh, and there is no dancing school. And that's why the mothers were very yeah, glad that I make a school here. Are you in contact with Egon Egerman today? Um, well, if if I see him on a show or something, then I go to him and we say hello. But not it's it's not that I call him every week. No. I know you tried to represent Switzerland again as a composer in 2014 <laughs> with the song Prisoner of Love. Yes, right. For How did that come about? Yes, um, I knew that... Damian, uh, he always, uh, I mean, Channing always wanted to go there and he was a big fan from the Eurovision Song Contest. And so I called him and said, well, listen, what do you think? I have a song for you. <laughs> listen to it. Do you like it? And uh, he was very spontaneous and he did in three days, he did uh, the whole song recording and the video and uh I like the video very much. I think he did a good job because he's not a singer. He's a, He works on the radio, in fact. And that's why I think he did a really good job. You're a prisoner, my prisoner of love. When will you be free and lock my heart again? You're a prisoner. And from what I've heard, it's the song about love between two men. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great convert. I love your support from the LGBT community. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, I sang it also. And in my version, it was um, a man who um, uh, he took drugs and um, he always fell back. And um, his wife and children had always to visit him in prison. That's why the prisoner of love. You're a prisoner. But uh, he, he did the version for the homosexuals, that's right. 
The Swiss broadcaster decided to have a national final with six songs, where the winner was Sebalta and the song Hunter of Stars, which later gave Switzerland a 13th place in Copenhagen 2014. Mm -hmm. Your song wasn't selected to compete at all in this Mm pre-selection. Do you have any theories as to why? No, I don't know. I don't know. But I think the song of Sebalta is uh, really great. It's a good song. Have you tried again? No, I didn't. But um, if they would ask me, I would say yes. <laughs> what would you like? What would you like hmm. to sing or compose? Well, I think something more modern because it was uh, a little bit old school, and uh, it has to be some dance stuff. Maybe I have now the song, but it's already out, so I can't take this song anymore. But uh, yeah, something fast, danceable, fresh English. Because not, uh, yeah, I, I was not allowed to sing in German, uh, in English, in twenty years ago. You had to sing in your in your country um, language, and yeah, that's now yeah so so better if you can sing in English. I mean, everyone can understand what you're singing, and so I would take something fresh. Like Lady Gaga or something, yeah. But let's say that you could send a song for of those you already have released. Which song would you pick? Well, it's called Dance, Dance, Dance. I, I think that's a fresh song. Dance, 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 if you wanna feel higher. Move, 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 turn off the field of fire. Dance, 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 if you wanna feel higher. If I would choose a ballad, then I would choose the ballad from Toby Gad. It's called uh, You Killed My Innocence, and it's from my album Gunnar 001, a tribute to James Bond. Those two I would I would choose. <laughs> and now you keep calling, pretending it's okay. It's dead. Great. I mean, the people know me and uh, still book me. That's great. And they listen to my music. My songs are on radio. Yeah, what do you want more? (laughs) Going through your discography, I see that you have released songs in French, German, English and Italian. Yes. And I know that Switzerland is a multi-language country, but how many languages do you speak? Well, those four languages I speak, yes. I can't write in Italian, but uh, I speak. 
because my grandmother came from Parma and that's why I speak Italian. And uh, French and English you learn in, in school. I'm impressed. Can you tell me about your new music? Yes, we did a new collaboration with Jens Gart. It's called the Gunnar Dance School, the album, and uh, I did the lyrics. And we um, wanted to have nine songs who are danceable and one song a ballad for uh, gymnastic um, rules, I say. And uh, the nine songs, they will get uh, all choreographies from a choreographer in Spain. He's called Sean Stevens. And um, we, I do the videos afterwards. And now I, I just finished the third video. It's called Little Prayer. And it's a homage uh, to Switzerland somehow. It's a, in the text, is, it says, Motherland, what would I be without you, Switzerland? You always dare, you always care. Would you like to compete in Eurovision again? Yes, definitely, yes. As a composer, artist or both? Both. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I cross my fingers. I have still... I think you need a revenge. <laughs> yes, I think so. Uh, Lisasia tried again, uh, I think 50 years later or 60 years later. Yes, she tried twice in the Swiss pre-selection. So I have a lot of time. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> maybe you can write to Carl Siegel and he will help you. <laughs> yes, I should, maybe. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, I always ask my guests who they think I shall invite to the podcast. Who do you suggest? Well, we were talking a lot about Egon Egeman. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I would love to talk to Egon. Great suggestion. <laughs> thank you so much for this nice conversation, Gunvor. Yes, thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you for your time. I hope to meet you in person next time in Switzerland. 
Yes, or maybe we are going to Göteborg one day. So oh, lovely, call me then. I will let you know. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Can't you come to Sweden and perform? <laughs> uh, well, I would love to come to Sweden and perform on an open air or on a concert on stage as a pre-band or for the main act. That would be lovely. I would love to do that. Could you organize that maybe? <laughs> I will, I will do my best and send you some contacts. That would be great. And thanks to you, my dear listeners around the world. Don't hesitate to contact me on our social medias at Facebook and Instagram or the old-fashioned way, emil at schlagervannerna.se. I hope you enjoyed this episode with me and Gunvo. And if you did, subscribe to the podcast, write a review and tell your friends and enemies about Eurovision legends. Vielen Dank und tschüss. Thank you. Yeah, you too. And talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. I mean, take care. Ciao.